It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You know what's sad about that question, McNuggets, is that we actually... You got to think about it. You got to think about it. It's very close. I mean, I told you guys the exact numbers on Wednesday. It is is very close. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, there's something very important that we need to discuss for a minute. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I'm really serious here. The Browns, the Steelers represent. The, the Browns have been in misery for 30 years, essentially. They have. And the Steelers, more than any team in football, represent that misery. Because the Steelers have not only beaten the Browns more than any other team during this 30-year stretch. But they've humiliated the Browns time and time and time again, not only by beating them and beating them up on the scoreboard, but by beating them up physically. How many times? Kicking the punter. Kicking the punter. Kicking the punter punter. in the face. (laughs) How many times have we seen the Steelers humiliate the Browns? Colt McCoy beating the tar out of Colt McCoy. Nobody did anything. Not only do I want to see the Browns win on Monday, I want the Browns to humiliate the Steelers. If they're up 30, go for another. Jay lives in his fears. Don't listen to Jay. He lives in his fears. If you're up big, keep your foot on the gas. Score another touchdown and another. And the Browns, G, they need to play with a physicality that we haven't seen from this franchise in a long time. I'm not saying play dirty or take cheap shots or hit knees. But every tackle, hard, tough. Nasty. They need to send a message that this is not the same old Browns, that the Browns ain't the Browns anymore. They need to be the more physical team. They need to dominate this game and really send a message that we are finally here. To that point, the playoff win should have been that moment, right? It should have been. So why are we still here? You know why? Because we didn't follow it up. Yeah. And the Steelers, to your point, always followed it up. That's right. That playoff they game just, felt they, they like... They just beat us year after year, game after game, and humiliated us game after game. Right. The playoff game felt like the final shovel of dirt. It felt and like then, the worm had turned. It's over. Because the Browns are here. Right. And then, like, the last two years, that it was feels like end. nothing's changed. Yeah. And that game was the end of the Roethlisberger era. That was uh, it. So, that was it. See, some dynasties back in history, when you lose the king, guess what? You, your whole kingdom could get slashed and knocked down in five days. Like, Rome got burnt in one day and they were like what books <laughs> you know you got to look at the fact that the reason why it felt like that is because the person that was supposed to lead you the general the quarterback the guy that can consistently see quarterbacks play for 10 15 years if you got one that's how long your dynasty is right yeah. you'll be competitive but ours stopped right at that point because we didn't have the quarterback anymore. We were you we need were the confused. coach too and you need the coach the too. coach is the same guy so and both let's just step. Erase what happened the last the last two seasons. 
And let's just pick up where we left off after the playoff win. And I hope, and to your point, that happens on defense. That mentality comes That's from 100%, defense. That's 100%, yes. And with Joe Woods, it just felt like we were daisy picking defense. Yeah. With Greg Williams, it didn't feel like that. No. Greg Williams felt like we want to bash these guys to the dirt. We want to we want to bury you, them in the ground. You can't play when you play defense. I'm sorry. Maybe it may work somewhere else. I just haven't seen it yet. Your playing defense is a mindset. It's, it's an attitude. attitude. It's, yep. it's a way of life. I don't like nice guys on defense. You can't be you no know, nice guy and shaking hands and kissing babies and all that other stuff. Is Miles too nice? Uh, no, Miles Garrett is nasty enough. Like Miles Garrett is is good, but what you what you brought was somebody in Zadarius Smith. Tim Couch just said that it. had the dog in him. That. It, he wants to compete at that same level. See, everybody else is going to bow to Miles Garrett. He's going to tell Miles Garrett, oh, you got to compete with me because I want them sacks too. I'm not looking for you to make plays. I like playmakers. I want guys to make plays. And so that's why you, you feel that energy level because everybody wants to get to the ball now. Delpit, Anthony Walker, everybody wants it. So that, that's why I, I asked like- that about Miles because he, he's got a you know, pleasant demeanor. He's a nice guy. And we, we, as we've been scratching our head trying to figure out what it is that's keeping him from busting through that glass ceiling to become not just – because he's an elite, we all agree with that. But with him, we all say he's got, he's got the ability to be the bar, the best. Yeah. And I just wonder, is it a lack of dog instinct? His personality reminds me a lot like Michael Strahan. Right. Michael Strahan's not a really mean guy. No, he's a, no. Heck, he's on Good Morning America. Warren Sapp was mean. He's mean. Yeah. He was mean. But, but they, he needs to be meaner. Miles get they all need to be meaner. Yeah, I want to, I want to see Steelers players. I know some people are going to cringe when they say this. I don't give a you know what. They I need go. Steelers I like players to leave <laughs> the game and need help to get off the field. Make all the cringe faces you want. I don't want anybody per- disabled or hurt permanently. Kick their behind. Roger Goodell Let's online do it. One. Let's go. Roger Let's Goodell go. Stop one. it. The Browns have been soft for 30 years. It's enough. They got to send the message. In the that- aftermath, Bull, this goes right to what you were saying. I thought you were done. I didn't mean to cut you off on that Sorry. last rant. He was on a but roll. You should have let him go. I thought he was done. He took a deep breath. I, I can't. <laughs> well, he's got to breathe at some point. What you guys don't know is this box that sits right in front of us. I, I actually can't see Bull. I know. Without, like, so, <laughs> Bull, I, I sincerely apologize. It's all right. He cuts everybody to, off. You're fine. What I, I had to, to add to this. <laughs> I try And not. this is, Jay, remember I told you I had a stat that was going to blow your mind earlier? Yeah. Yes. Well, in my bad math, I forgot to mention the stat that I was talking about. Okay. The difference, and PFF grades, granted, we understand not everything. Dan Moore was the lowest graded offensive starter. That's the Steelers' left tackle in the entire NFL, according to PFF. Wow. He alone gave up nine pressures. Was he on Bosa, though, all day? And Drake Jackson. Okay. He gave so up nine, nine pressures, pressures, six That's hurries, I mean, two hits, and a sack. Going against. Yeah, but he's going against Miles Garrett and Darius Smith this week. Well, both of for us. That's what I'm getting at. He had a 33.7 overall uh, in pass blocking grade. Ooh, wow. Pass the block. difference, oh my the difference between like. Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith, who were both 90.5, 90.2, and Dan Moore at 33.7 is the largest single difference of PFF grades between any offensive tackle and their projected matchup at defense. Okay, that's event. a great stat, and it does bode well for us. And, Bull, I got to tell you, yeah. outside of the needing help part, I don't, I don't want to see anybody get injured because mm. this, is, this is human drama we're talking about. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, and, and I almost wish, I hope that they could, can we get a clip of this over to Kevin Stefanski? Can you inbox that to Kevin? His yeah, team? I got him online. He actually texted me. He's going to watch at 1230. When I we just go on need him. Three. Good. 
I just need him to play that in the locker room before the game because that is the message they do need to hear, Bull. Yeah. It's time that we end this nonsense charade of being their baby brother. That's right. Not even little it's brother. enough. I'm, I'm done with that. To your point, Bull, I will say for Miles Garrett, I mean, he is known for once upon a time being somebody over the hill with a helmet. That's right. I think yeah. he's nasty. But I think that, but I think Miles is nasty enough. It doesn't come out. Well, how much meaner yeah, can he get? I mean, you know what? I, I, what you want, dog? Yeah. Miles is who he is. He doesn't need to change his personality. Yeah. He's no, no, not. No. If he's, he's not, got the right guys around him, and he he's not mean on the field. He's though. not going to bite the head off a bat and drink the blood. No, That's no. not who he is. But no. you, you but you can't fake. Who yeah, you are, and he fair. is nasty on the field. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't want to go back and we. I've already said there were things in the offseason I wish he would have done better and done differently. But this is who he is. Yeah. And on the field, he's a terror. I can't remember who that. the quarterback was, but one time I saw him help the quarterback that he just knocked to the ground up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. Oh, I don't mind that at all. I didn't like that because you know what? You help up and say I'm going to put you there again. I'm not a fan of that, but I, hey. By the way, by the way, that landing with all of your weight on a quarterback is the Miles Garrett rule. Miles Garrett in his first year used to get these 15 yard penalties. Remember, he hit the quarterback and land on him and they throw flags because he they're like, you can't land all your body weight because he was breaking people's shoulders. I mean, he's just he's just good. I mean, Miles Garrett can like dinosaurs and it was actually that Steelers game when he got flagged for that. Yeah, right. It was we looked at that and went. And I, I talked to him after that game. It's funny, though, game. now when we see that, we're like, oh, that's a penalty. Yeah, but well, I, in the moment, we're like, that's a penalty? After that Oops. game, I talked to him, and I said, do you know what a penalty is anymore? And he said, no. And he said, the way that they expect me to hit quarterbacks yeah. and, and then roll and over. angle and, and roll off yeah. them, or defy he said, gravity. I'm going to injure myself trying not to land on them. But clearly, I guess they've all adjusted and adapted. I get, it. I get you don't want to like have them driving them into the ground. Right. But to just fall on a guy, I mean, yeah, what I can know. you do? I, but anyway. Remember Turkey Joe Jones and Terry Bradshaw? Yeah. He turned him upside down and spiked him into the ground Man, helmet first. You can't do that no more either. You no. can't pick nobody up and slam him. Horse collaring was a oh, thing. No. Of the, like you, that was how you do I that was now and you're getting a vacation. By the way, have you seen Terry Bradshaw's statistics? They're so awful. Well, boy, you talk about this all the time with kickers. Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's, it's not that he's so awful. He was good in his day. 50% completion rate. And half of an interception to touchdown ratio was outstanding. I think the he threw game more is picks, different. Now. I think he threw more picks than touchdowns. I don't career. think he did, but other more greats su- did. I mean, go look at Lynn Swan's numbers and tell me how he's in the Hall of Fame. Well, yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah, it's that's amazing, why. and that's why you know we yeah. think of Paul Warfield as the greatest receiver in Browns history, yeah. right? Yeah. I believe he had one 1,000-yard season. That's nuts. They just never threw the ball. And I think the most balls he ever caught in a season was like 50. I mean, wasn't it? Woody? It's a different game now. I've never seen Lynn Swan's stats before, but holy. You know what, Jason? Right? Yeah. Right? Well, it was, but listen, they were he's exceptional the, in the era. He's in the yeah. freaking Hall of Fame. I mean, Bradshaw so, throws more picks so, and touchdowns, Mike. Super Bowls. That's why he's in the Hall of he Fame. He makes catches in, in Super, Super Bowls. Bowls, too. You remember the one against the Rams where he hit it yeah. and he concentrated on the ball and caught it falling down. That's yeah. like the yeah. iconic. Yeah. But what's, catch. His, what's his numbers, Mike, if you got him? His entire career is essentially Justin Jefferson. Once. His entire career? Lynn's entire wow. career? Crazy. It's essentially Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Now it's a diff. It's a. It is a it's different, a different era. game. Yeah, it's hard I mean, to you can't compare. I, Woody Hayes used to say three things can happen when you throw the ball, two and two of them are bad. Yes. So yeah, that's how I they mean, all. In those days, by, if yeah. you had a thousand yards, you had a magnificent season as well, a wide receiver. It, 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 only now thousand. 
Now, a thousand yards to me means nothing. Even if you go because look at Joe Namath, it's a throw happy league. Yeah, so this one Joe never Namath, had a thousand. You look at his stats, never. and I'm like, Namath stats weren't good. Namath stats, I'm like, you no. got in because you Namath had a fur may coat. Have had more picks than touchdowns. Uh, but back then, it was just different. Guys threw a lot of interceptions. Yeah. Tom Darden one year I think led the league too. with seven interceptions. Who's going to get seven interceptions this year? No, with seventeen games. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, let's talk about uh, something that was really a hot topic on Monday and I think continues to be, and Tim touched on it, yeah. is the usage of Nick Chubb. 16 carries. Yeah. 18 carries, I'm sorry, 106 yards. Four receptions, 21 yards. That was the part to me that really jumped off from him being used differently this year than last. This has been a missing piece of the Browns offense for years. Is it a one-off, or is this a new try? I, I hope not, because even Kareem Hunt, who was a really good pass catcher, you know, when he played, when he played, I didn't think they threw the ball to him enough. Um, now his play declined. That's why he's not on a roster right now. But but anyway, I think Nick Chubb is capable of this. I always thought he was capable of this. I never understood why they didn't use him in the passing game. I don't think it's an anomaly. I think it's a part of the offense, Jason. Uh, I don't know that he'll ever lead the team in catches again like he did in week one. I think that was weather-related and the fact that, again, it just felt like Deshaun was half a click off. But I'm saying I don't think it's an anomaly that he's going to be part of the passing game more than he's ever been in the past. No, I agree. Yeah. He shouldn't lead the team in reception. That's not a very high bar. Two, three, four catches from him a game? Yeah. I think four is four. reasonable. Yes. I think four is a little high. Uh, you do? Yeah. See, only I because say three. He should have three targets a game. By the way, he had four targets and four catches. Yeah. O- only because we talked about before, I think Deshaun targeted nine different receivers. I don't right. know if it's always going to be that high, but, you know, if it's rolling, I think he's going to be looking down the field more, and that's more of the safety valve dump off. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Four just feels a little bit high to me. Maybe I think, it was because of the rain. Yeah. What I like about it was they were he was 100% on his targets. They connected. They worked. Yeah. He moved the ball for yeah. five yards on average. That's about what he gets on a run. Yep. And the whole idea for me, guys, is to get him in open space. Get him a little bit of cushion between he and the first defender. Because we know that the first defender oftentimes does not bring Nick Chubb to the ground. Right. And I think what's in our future is Nick Chubb catching one and breaking it and oh, taking for sure. it for 40 or 50 Absolutely. yards. Absolutely. Yeah. Nick, Nick Chubb I'll, is never uh, averaged more than like two receptions per game. No, I know. And no. he hasn't been. The I'm expecting that... him to average over three this year. Well, and he's never really averaged even two. I, don't I would just say we, we saw Nick and Kareem in the backfield together in week one last year and thought, okay, here we go. Yeah, like, and, this is it. And that was it. And that's the last time we saw <laughs> it. After, after, I, after I broke the story of him getting 18 carries, that's what it's going to be. That's his target. He is never, after going over that target, he is never like. After he went over 20 carries, he's always been down the very next game. Carolina Panthers, 22 carries, right? Very next game against Jets, 17. 23 carries against Pittsburgh, 19 the next week. Then yeah, he goes 19 still a lot. That's still, but, but it's he, down. But but remember, it's down 20 percent overall. We're looking at overall now. I know, but you don't. We don't um, know that that's done on purpose. I, I think I do. It could After, be the way the game. You know what? Well, that's a good point because I've yeah. I have surmised for a while. Yeah. And maybe wrongly so. And if so, I apologize. It's just my opinion. And one of the things that I think I've seen, I think it was you that said there are some sort of analytics out there that suggest that after he has touched it 17 times, 
his production goes down. 20. I think it's 20. Okay, I need to see that. Yeah. Because, first of all, it's happened very, very no, no, rarely. No, no, no. Nathan Zagura But the other thing told... to me is he gets stronger as the game goes yeah, on. Yeah. Nathan Zagura himself said it was 18 carries that he gets weaker after. And going back to the okay, stats. Okay, then that tells me if Nathan's saying it, he's getting inside information from the team. From the team. Yeah. And I have said all along, I think that's coming from De Podesta. I think it's some sort of number he's cooked up that tells us that he's he's not as good after 18, so let's not go over 18. So, so and I think that's nonsense. After he had 23, he had 19, then 17, then 12, then 16. Then he got to 23 again. Yeah. And then he had 11 and 14 in the next two games. I just don't think that proves anything, G. We yeah, have how did those games game. play out? Right, Maybe yeah. they were down big and they needed to pass I, I, I also uh, think this year is not comparable. You've talked about this team is way better. This team is not comparable to any of those other teams. He's got a, a like, they're, they are in right now. If Deshaun Watson's the real deal, then they can win the Super Bowl this year. They've had no chance to win a Super Bowl. Why would you waste his carries? What they want to do is have a lead in the fourth quarter and then let him run his wheels off. That's right. right. Give it to him in the fourth quarter, pound on a defense, run out the clock. Well, that was I, the formula Sunday. Yeah, I, and, I mean, and that'll be the formula anytime they're heading the fourth well, quarter. Well, listen, I, I get that they want to, you know, have a formula, but my formula is if I got Nick Chubb, I'm using as much as I can. And see, I like that. Here's the thing. Nick Chubb, what are you talking who about? Who is the Browns' best player? Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Okay. I did a commentary on Channel 3 on Friday before the – season opener and the and the threat of the commentary was very simple this isn't hard folks who is the best player on the team it's Nick Chubb you don't have to be an NFL executive to figure that out what gives you the best chance of winning week in and week out letting your best player do what he does as much as you possibly can so I begged on Friday before the season opener please Let's see Nick Chubb like we've never seen him before. And I stand by that. I could. This is our chance, Bull. Our it window is. is now. Yeah, absolutely. Let's not right. stick this guy in a gold jacket in Canton without having an opportunity of ever played in a Super Bowl. And to I that, think it's the year to take the reins off. To, well, yeah, for multiple reasons. And Use them. To, to that point, like... I, I do believe in the past that they've I, – I know the Zagura stat, but I do think that they've also limited his carries in an, a, an attempt to try and lengthen the peak of his career, the, the prime of his career. I also – we've had the discussion, people don't want to hear it, this very well could be his last year in a Browns uniform. They touched every contract I to restructure. They, they restructured every big number contract except his. There's a reason for that. I understand. But I'm just saying, there's a chance that this could be his last year. Run the wheels off. So to your point, I'm with you on that. I don't think that there's some magic number of 20 carries wins you a game. I think that's nonsense. I do too. But I do think we are in the year. This is the season. Use him as much as you need to use him to get where you want to go. There's no more saving him for another day. After I did the thing on Channel 3, I got an email from someone. So what's your number? And I said, there is none. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. There is no number. Stop yeah. putting a number for on For this it. year, I agree with that. I Whatever agree with it that takes. For if he season. needs 25 touches a game, 30 touches a game, I know how strong he is. I've seen the video. And the difference between the Bengals and the Browns, both quarterbacks played terrible. The defense for the Bengals was good in the first half. The difference in the game was Nick Chubb is better than Joe Mixon. It is what it is. Oh, that's not even close. He's real. So he got you those yards when you couldn't get him from nowhere else, and Deshaun looked like he looked. That's the difference between him and everybody else. Just use him. We'll be okay. Thank you. 
Yeah, you. I mean, we're in lockstep. I'm not worried about Bush. it this year. I'm really not. I think they're going to use him differently. I think I haven't had as much complaint. You and I both have not complained about his usage no. as much as they have. Um, I want more Nick. A Jones. lot, a lot of those games. You know, it was just the way the game went. There's going to be games where he's not going to get a lot of carries because of just the, the way the game is going. That's going sure. to happen. Look, and the Browns then. have been blown out a lot in games, and in games where they're blown out where he's not part of the passing game, he's not going to run the ball and, as much. And to your point, there have been a handful of games, and I can count them on one hand since his arrival, where it's pretty obvious right off the bat, oh, everything the defense is doing is to stop him. Mm-hmm. I remember a game where he had like 11 rushes and 16 yards. The Colts it wasn't here. working. There was a game in Baltimore. They had like 9 and 10 in the box. Yeah, but yeah. And, and so now here's the beauty of what we have now compared to what we had then. Yeah. Now we have a secondary runner that can run the football. We have a quarterback, quarterback who theoretically. And you have a quarterback who's an elite quarterback who can right. find receivers downfield. And before the other teams were saying, your quarterback doesn't scare us at all. Right. We're putting every ounce of energy we have into making sure 24 doesn't beat us right. because he's your best player. And that's why there's so no that, comparison. Yeah, so that will Thank happen. And, yeah. and we all can kind of recognize that in the moment. It's not working today. Go away from it. Establish yeah. the pass. Do it in reverse. Establish the pass. And once that starts working, then try to go I, back to the I run. think it's. I don't think we can pair. Or like, I don't think we should look at numbers in the past. Uh, in terms of Nick Chubb, it's a different team. It's a different time. This is the first time they go into a season with the fran- with a franchise caliber quarterback starting the year. It's the first time they legitimately have a chance to win a Super Bowl in thirty years. Uh, I think. I, but I, I heard mean, a lot of Super Bowl talk after we beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs. And let's face okay, it, we well, all did. But you didn't. They almost beat Kansas City in the playoffs. Yeah. So we were saying we're not far away. No, from, I wasn't saying that. AFC title game. A lot I, of people were saying. Well, that. Oh, good for those people. Yeah. They were wrong. I I was never saying that because I never thought you could win a Super Bowl with Baker. And I I thought he was decent in the beginning, but I never thought you could win a Super Bowl with Baker. I think he can with Deshaun, and that's it. I mean, that's the bottom line. So the training wheels have to come You may not have thought that, but the the talk was not just They were not far off in AFC title game Nationally, people were saying the Browns are close. I mean, they went to Kansas City and almost beat the Chiefs. And I think that had a lot of people thinking – Okay. But the interesting thing about that is those people were stupid because they didn't beat the well, Chiefs and they were wrong. They were stupid because they, they were, were wrong. wrong. Ultimately, they, they were, were stupid wrong. because it. they were wrong. However, that team wasn't good enough however, to win a Super Bowl. Your assumption is yeah. that, well, we can do it now because we've got an elite quarterback. And if I'm wrong, then you'll tell me I was stupid right. and I was wrong. Fine. I don't think, no, but yeah. I happen to think you're right. But what I'm saying is, yeah. you, one of your assumptions in your grand conclusion yes. is that we have that elite quarterback yes. right now. That is the bridge that pe- people have to see built before they walk across it. One more thing to close the loop on the Nick Chubb. I said it all last year, and everybody thought I was nuts. And I think the farther we get from last year, the more it's looking like I was right. They punted on last season. They punted on the season. Gentlemen's as soon punt. as the suspension went to 11 yes, games, you're right. they didn't go after Garoppolo. Yep. They looked at Jacoby Brissett and said, that's good enough. We'd rather roll over the cap space. We're going to need it in the future. Yep. And this season is what it is. And that's why they kept some of the training wheels on Nick Chubb. Because they weren't playing for anything last right. year. They knew it was over as yeah. soon as the suspension went to 11 games. That's right. Now and all of the Like it or not, that's, that's true. You're it right. is true, and I you don't like right. it. I, I don't right. like it as a fan, Well, but it was the, it's the reality. It's, you yeah, called it's it, where too. They you were. said this is a gentleman's punt. I, I, I should have made the T-shirts, but they'd have stole them, too. The gentleman's <laughs> punt. Coming They'd up in be, Japan. A, a lot of people in China would be wearing those in, right now. In <laughs> Azerbaijan. Uh, Mike, you've got some business punt. to take care of before we move on. I do have some business to take care of. We have one final break before we make our TV debut, so i got to get a couple reads in here to make sure we meet our sponsorship 
requirements. Some quality stalling there by you, Mike. Yeah, yeah right. I'm trying to pull up the Jace medical read. I don't have that memorized yet. So <laughs> I hope me, not. Uh, give me a sec. That's a long one. But while I do that. Let's talk some helmets. I'm going to read no? Super Chats. We're talking helmets next. But first and foremost, guys, in 15 minutes, we make our Channel 3 debut upstairs. If you can, please tune in. It's going to be awesome. We are so excited. It's brand new content. You have not seen anything that we are doing on the YouTube channel. We'll post it on YouTube later, but make sure you guys tune in. We have a couple super chats real quick. Justin Trimble says, Bull, you sound like Ray Lewis out there hyping up the Browns. Yeah! As they get ready for their game against the Steelers. Halim Youssef says, I got a Kool-Aid Mafia hoodie a couple days ago. Nice. Let's double down, support G even more. And if you can't watch on Channel 3 because you don't live in the Cleveland market, you can watch on the WKYC app. Just go to the app store on your phone, download WKYC, and from there you can watch live. Every view counts, so we appreciate you guys. And while you're at it, if you need any medical hair, care, medical help, check out Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, giving you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping to have access to medication in the case of an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the right medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy, medication delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional 20% off if you use the code LOCKEDON at checkout. That's J-A-S-E-Medical.com, promo locked on. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's go. Are we excited about these uniforms, by the way? Oh, come on, man. Just put them on the screen. and These they are the best uniforms the Browns have ever had. I, I thank you, older guys. I thank you older guys for coming around and being in this century. Usually, generally speaking, you people don't like flavor. I like flavor. <laughs> I ain't that much older than that's you. Dude. I'm sorry, that's racist. You people. <laughs> you people. You people generally don't like flavor. You hit me with age <laughs> and race discrimination. Wow, bro. There was three in one. It was so many things. I'm glad y'all supported this because listen, if y'all don't, if y'all don't support it, we might yeah. get none of that. There was, well, I want my colors back. People do not play about the Browns' colors. They do not They're play hideous. about uniforms. I, I, I thought. I mean, these helmets are so awesome. The Them uniforms are great. Looks Them a little like cold. the Miami Hurricanes from the distance. Are we like, wearing the white cleats top. too? You know, oh, they got I thought the, the same whites. thing when I first flashed right. looked at it yesterday when Miami yeah. wears the green pants Ooh. and then the all white tops. It, it does a little bit look like that, but man, are they? I, I prefer the white pants, white shirt, white helmet, black visor, Star Wars. <laughs> That's Storm what I'm talking Trooper about. Look. He even co-signing the visor. I love it. Tinted windows. We love it. <laughs> Tinted windows. To join so this tinted. is McNugget's question. Are you ready for this? I stand by this, and I will defend this. I know you death. do. So the Browns. Can they, they ever lose wearing the white helmet? That the was McNugget's no. legitimate question. 
Uh, no, it's not a legitimate question. No, it's not legitimate for him. Now, do you mean it's physically impossible for them to lose a game, or do you mean if they lose wearing these sweet uniforms, they can't bring them back out because it's humiliating? What exactly no, he do you meant mean the by former. that? I mean, then we would just pick games based on who's got the better uniform well, listen, every week, if right? We go, uh, what are we wearing them? Four the games thing. this year? Two. Just no, no, three, 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 three. I thought it was four. Okay, if we go, if we go three and zero, does there become a groundswell of support to make this the permanent helmet at some point? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I would co-sign that, and I traditionally have been very traditional on this and said never change the helmet. But Uh, if it works, go with it. You need more than three. It's a great couple years. It's a snowball. Maybe next year you do five games. If you remember back to. 95 when the Indians wore those blue alternate jerseys. And you stole it. Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say that. Yes. Remember you that? Yes, like it. It, it started off as a one-off. Yes. And they and won. And they're like, let's wear them again. They wore them again. They, never and they wore them again. Yep. And, they, and all of a sudden, it became the uniform. It's they all they ever wore. I still to this day say it should be our uniform. Yeah, you guys was, laughed. That question's so serious. The, the blue top oh. came from, from the alternate oh. to the everyday look. I yeah. love that it. That blue. Listen, when they started wearing the whites again, we was like, bro, what are you doing? Where's the blues at? Like, we need them. Like, Here's Those the thing with hot. orange. It's okay as an accent color. It's not a great primary color. No, it's terrible. Like, if right. you're going to, somebody say, hey, you got to wear orange to this uh, this gala. Okay. You would wear an orange tie. Pocket square. And a pocket square. Yeah. You wouldn't pocket wear an square orange bowl, pocket square. or orange pants. Yeah. But, and, and so, to me, in football, the helmet is the suit coat. That's what people see the mm-hmm. most. That's right. And the pocket square and the tie are the pants. Secondary. And the jersey. But to me, the helmet is the main accessory to the uniform. Make that look good. Make that on point. And I think everybody would agree that white is a better color than orange as yeah. a primary. You can't, because you can't. Well, any get, colors are better than orange. I'm, <laughs> now, hold on. Purple. Now, if they purple, the Ravens, uh, I don't like the Ravens uniforms. You like do? Yeah, yeah. I hate purple. If there was a metallic orange helmet, like organs that or is matte. like metal, like the metal, shiny metal, those would be, those would be phenomenal. Yeah. These are undisputed facts, guys. If you wear white cleats, you run a faster. You're fat. You are dash. faster. You're just faster. faster. That's not If a fact. you look good, oh, yeah. you play good. If you have new shoes oh, yeah. in basketball, you you're going to shoot good, a higher percentage. Bull, I want Bull. If you put white shoes we can do this on. as an experiment. I want Bull to get a pair of his Brooks black sneakers. They don't make white shoes in triple extra no. wide. <laughs> now listen, he's going to run the 40 in those, okay? They got to the have sneakers. some pigment on them. And we're going to time him. Yeah. And the next day, shoes. because it's going to take him some time to recharge yeah. and to rejuvenate. Next week. We're going to get him out there in white cleats. Okay. Maybe with some white sweatbands. Can we get Mike a, ca- uh, a dictionary so he knows what the, me- the word fact means? The word meaning of what? Fact. 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 It is a yes. fact. Well, we use it a lot as hyperbole. Yes. You know, we'll say, hey, Miles, Ch- Miles Garrett's the best, best ever. Hey, it's 2023. Facts, facts don't matter anymore. You just make up your own facts anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. got our own set of facts <laughs> here on the UCSS. If you drink, it is, once again, yeah. I will repeat, Bull, it is a proven fact. No, it's not. <laughs> that if you have white cleats on, you run a faster 40-yard dash than if you had black cleats on. So, so if you wear the number 44, you are slower than the same exact person wearing the number one. No, there are slow facts. numbers. Yeah. There are slow uniforms. Yep. There are slow that. colors. Yep. All white is faster. All white looks crisper. You tackle harder. You're more accurate as a passer. You catch the ball better. None Your of that is true. Football IQ goes I, up at least 5%. None of that all is a fact. All white uniforms It may not be a win. fact, Bull, but yeah. if you ask all the folks that have played the game for a length of time, they'll tell you what they prefer. 
If you're playing That's a dynasty mode, if you're playing you're a right, dynasty mode in Madden, the first thing you do is switch is to the uniform. Get you, give me a visor, give me the wristbands, let me spat these up, take them high school gloves off. Who do we wear team issue gear around here? And no, you're not getting number three. Your speed is an 80. Only people in a 90 speed get single digits. That's how it works. And that's here. why that number seemed faster because only ah, fast people get them. Oh, ah, you see what you did? Yeah, but what you do know we what? think about a zero, by the way? DeAndre Swift last night wearing zero. Well, Greg Newsom's wearing zero. I don't love it. I, I don't love a it. A running back wearing it. zero? That seemed Kevin weird. Love I actually more? don't love the zeros. I think zero is not a fast number. I don't think it's a yeah, fast that's number. that's true. White shoes it looks, it looks good on a D tackle, though. It does. A on a big guy? It looks like an igloo on a big guy. Mikey. The, Racetrack. Uh, championship <laughs> series this weekend. I've got white spikes. I've got black spikes. White, white spikes white. are polished and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's got- not even, listen, hey, let's, everyone who's played a sport here, even in high school, Earl, if you f- look good, do you play better? You look good, you feel good. I know when play I look better. good, I produce good. So, That's Anthony, it. you played high school I soccer. Produce good. When I got the orange and blue Puma cleats, I've never played better. Yeah. See? We have a TV show today, our very first TV show. What did Bull wear? Collared shirt. Look good, feel broadcast good. good. Well, I didn't have a choice, so. <laughs> he got a memo. Hey, some of us took the memo seriously. Hey, hey, look, G. Yeah. Bush took it to the next level. I almost wore my tuxedo today. Hey, I'm look. not kidding. I almost, I, 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 I joked around about it yesterday, and then I thought, you know, it's a big day. I should break out the You tux. know what? I, I, if you worn yours, I would have worn we mine. Should've, I wish I would have said yesterday I, I was going to do it, because that would have been yeah. fire. Hey, yeah. we yeah. Can you know what? Mike is Friday. right. Mike is right. I, I actually led my team when I was a sophomore in high school in stolen bases, believe it or not. Wow. And I wore white cleats. There you go. So, fact. fact. Once fact. again, fact. Your t- best year stealing bases ever, you wore I, white cleats. I'll tell you what, McNuggets. I was listen, 13 to 14, baby. Hey, hey Jay, That's a good Jay came down here and was telling about these dress codes. You know, um, you know, when black people start getting new emails from people, we get scared. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> Why y'all emailing me? <laughs> I don't know y'all up there. I'm cool. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fitted up. I need a, I need a pocket too. I need a watch. Yeah. Put all of it on. I don't know who. G. That- Bush, I want to compliment you. I think this should be the new you. Oh, for real. Who's the cat we have on from Kansas City? Who's no Darren for Smith, suits? our guy Darren. Right. Yeah. Who's the guy in Philly? Uh, Howard, Howard Howard Eskin. Howard Eskin. You interned under him, Steve, our our leader. Known for his threads. I mean, that dude's clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every time I see him, he's in a fifteen hundred dollar suit. This look for you, G. This sort of. This sort of uh, Hugh Hefner smoking jacket. I think he needs a cigar, though. Yeah, Yeah. we're not allowed to smoke in here. Maybe a pipe. Hey, G, can you put a Kool-Aid packet in your pocket square? Hey, but, you know, here's... Dude, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, Mike? Someone in the chat mentioned it, but, G, put a Kool-Aid packet in your pocket square. That's a good idea. That's a great (laughs) trademark. Oh, Oh, no. Can we get a close-up of that? That is a great idea. Oh, that is nice. See, man, what y'all didn't know, man, I didn't have enough money to pull this off back in the day. If you know what I mean, this is a layaway. I put this in a layaway in January. I got all kinds of suit jackets right now. That is fake news. That back to school special. That is fake news. I got up the Sears. Yeah, and listen, up the Sears, listen, get some yeah, tough skins yeah, yeah, and, a, yeah. and a suit coat. Hey, put, hey, I'm going to put 25 on this. Don't you put that Blair way back. I got everything I need for school in here. You're going to see all kinds of suit jackets coming up. You got to make sure you hit your layaway <laughs> payment or they're going to put it back. Oh, we did, we, I had that when we were kids. Hey, I did too. When I was we one were of kids, five, bro. My hey. mom put all my Christmas presents in layaway. Yeah, I was went, one of five. My yep. folks lived on layaway. Yep. And that yep. layaway, whoo. Yep. Hey, hey, there's uh, something you learn a lot growing up that way, yeah, in sure my do. view. Yeah. You learn the value of the dollars. All right. Um, so the white uniforms check. 
You said can't it, lose. You, you you had said something to me. It said you had something else that you wanted to get to. The five uh, top five. Top five. Do I want to? No, do we don't. Yeah, we'll we do it in no thirty time. seconds. Thirty seconds. No graphics. The five games to watch on Sunday that aren't a Browns game because they play right. Monday night. Number five, the Chargers at the Titans. That has weird ending written all over it. Terrible. <laughs> Seattle at Detroit. Seattle coming off a loss. Detroit coming off a big win. I'm calling the Seahawks upset. We have a Ravens-Bengals AFC North Division matchup. Yeah. The Bengals at home against the 1-0 Ravens. The Dolphins versus the Patriots. The Patriots have owned Tua. I mean, Tua has owned the Patriots, excuse me. Yeah. Bill Belichick's defense looked good. Number one game to watch, though, Chiefs at the Jaguars. Yeah. Two big games, or two yeah. big teams, two AFC contenders. What game, like what's our local game? Do we know? Like, I'm probably not sure Bengals, what it is. Ravens. I don't know. Probably Bengals, Ravens. You're right. Uh, Go to Channel 3 right now. Put it on. This. We're going to be on there in about three minutes. Yeah, so you've got a little bit of time. You can also download the WKYC Plus app. We will see you on Channel 3. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! for the ultimate Cleveland sports show. We have been around since May of last year as a stream show on YouTube and on the WKYC Plus app. But today we are making our Cleveland broadcast debut on Channel 3. We will be here every Friday from 1230 to 1 throughout the football season. And coming up, I'm Jay Crawford. We're all going to tell you what we're giving Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson for his 28th birthday. Bull? Jay, right now, I'm going to tell everybody out there, welcome. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. If you've never seen us before, this is going to be a treat. This is the best sports entity in all of Cleveland. I love this show. We all love this show, and you will too. Hi, everybody. G. Bush. I'm G. Bush, the people's champ, and I'm going to tell you why Deshaun Watson is going to deliver $230 million worth of plays Monday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jason. And I'm Jason Lloyd. I'm going to tell you why the Browns defensive line is the key to the game on Monday night in Pittsburgh. Mikey. My name is Mike. I go by McNuggets, and I think I'm the first McDonald's dollar menu item to ever make it on linear television <laughs> in Cleveland. Let's get into it, guys. Very well said. So a brief, quick introduction to the show. If you don't know, we're every day 11 to 1 live on YouTube. We've brought the show to Channel 3. We want to spread our reach. We've done incredibly well as a YouTube show. We want to bring this show to an even larger audience. If you like us here, you can find us every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 live. Or the beauty of our show, you can just go to UCSS and you can watch us on demand whenever it fits your schedule. First topic of the day, guys, the Browns and the Steelers on Monday night. Deshaun Watson was brought to Cleveland to be an elite franchise quarterback. He has more guaranteed dollars on his deal than every other player in the NFL. One of the things we've seen since he's been here has been mediocre play. We have not seen that elite guy. How much longer do we have to go before we see 
the elite quarterback we thought we were getting before we start to lose trust in who this guy is. Yeah, I'm not worried about it at all. I think we'll see steps towards it this week, and then I think it fully blooms next week against uh, Tennessee. I will say this. You know, we would... You start to wonder, is he going to start pressing and wanting to throw the ball more? Last week, I thought he had great decision-making when he decided, hey, the run's working, it's raining, let's stick with that. And is there going to come a point where he's like, well, everybody wants me to put up big numbers, I haven't done it through seven games, maybe I should throw it here, maybe I shouldn't audible to the run. I'm not worried about that. He wanted to leave Houston because they were losers. He wants to win, he's made good decisions last week, I think that will continue the passing game and his statistics will come and I think he will prove this year that he is once again an elite quarterback. You know, the longer it takes to get to that game, I think it's fair to question and we haven't seen it. We've had six games last year in the in the opener and he hasn't been the quarterback that we were promised. That's just the reality of it. Doesn't mean he can't get back to that. We just haven't seen it yet. So until it does happen, I think it's fair to wonder what exactly do the Browns sign up for with that 230 million? I don't worry about him not making the right play. He's always going to make the right play. If you look deep into the numbers, I'm not going to bore you with all the numbers, but if you look deep into the numbers of the first half Sunday, the Browns entire game plan was to take shots down the field, big chunk plays, hit the home run balls. It didn't happen. Whether it was weather, he was felt like he was off just a half a click. They dialed things back in the second half. They went to the game plan that was going to win them the game. Hand the ball off to Nick Chubb, run the ball, short passes, and get out of Cleveland Brown Stadium with the victory, which they did. He does have the potential, obviously, for a 300-yard passing, three-touchdown game. I'm not going to predict when it's going to happen. It very well could be Monday night. It may take a little bit longer than that. I'm just saying the longer it takes to get back to that, it's fair to wonder what the Browns really got with that. Well, listen, I'm not second-guessing it. I'm all in the Kool-Aid. Shout-out to the Kool-Aid Mafia. I will tell you this. Deshaun Watson wanted to come out against the Cincinnati Bengals and, and throw the football. But guess what? It was raining. It was terrible out. And just go look at Joe Burrow's stats. I thought Deshaun Watson was pressing a little bit. But the great thing about the Cleveland Browns offense is you can't hand the ball to Nick Chubb. And he has time to develop that. You hand the ball to Nick Chubb, and you continue to run the football. But I'm going to tell you what, out there in Cleveland, trust me, behave. Deshaun Watson is going to break out on the biggest stage Monday Night Football against the Steelers team that they dominate with, and I think you're going to see a lot of rocking and rolling with Deshaun Watson. Let's go. I hope so. I love that celebration, by the way. Awesome. Rock yeah. and Roll Hall of Fame, it just matches. Tribute to the yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was, I loved it. Uh, so, we're not big on excuses here on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We, we rarely use them. Excuses are for losers. Losers, no doubt. So, in, in that vain we have said whether it's an excuse or not well last year he had six games at the end of the year it was Jacoby's offense because he piloted it the first 11 it wasn't the real offense that we want to see Deshaun Watson in okay so we wrote off six bad games and then this year we said well it rained the whole game and the best quarterback in the NFL or one of looked even worse so we haven't seen the the real Deshaun Watson because of that Well, no more excuses if that's what they were. He's going to have a big game Monday night because he has to. This is the biggest game of his professional career. Bull, I know you think I'm nuts because he's played in playoff games. You said that yesterday. It's not the biggest game of his career. It is. No, that's that's insanity. Uh, But... Our friend Aditi yeah. agreed with me. She's as nuts as you are. Oh, that's that's good to know. You guys are nuts together. That's good to know. But, listen, he... I, I think we... I think the reality is he's never going to put up the quite the numbers he did in Houston because this team's a better team and they have a better running game. But 
if he's going to be worth the money, if we want to talk about it from a money perspective, but more importantly, if he's going to be worth the trade to lead them deep into the playoffs, he's going to have to have some games where he puts the team on his back and throws for 300-plus yards. He has to do that. Not every week, but he needs to have those games. This is a national stage. Yes. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's to move to 2-0 and and 2-0 and in the division. They don't get any bigger than this, Deshaun Watson. Unless you're playing deep in the playoffs, he's got to have a breakout game on Monday night. And I think he will. Now, you can parse this game a million ways. There's a lot of matchups that are very, very interesting. The matchup of the Browns defensive line and the Steelers offensive line is the most intriguing to me. Yeah. Why? And who wins that battle? Oh, well, it's intriguing because the Steelers line is horrible. Uh, when you talk about lineup for lineup, defensive lineman for defensive lineman, there's nobody touching the Cleveland Browns right now. And I like the 49ers. Miles Garrett with his new dribble moves, his dribble package in 2K, no one's stopping that. Zadarius Smith is doing his thing. Overall, 90, above 90 in pass rush grades and pressures. The, the, the Cleveland Browns will obviously dominate this up front. And just look how Joe Burrow looked moving around and trying to find different places. And follow that by Kenny Pickett being a second-year player. I just think we look at it, JC. The Browns are going to dominate that, that group up front. We think we know what the Browns offense can look like when it's rolling. We think. We haven't seen it yet. We didn't see it week one. But we think we know. We know what the Browns defense can look like when it's rolling because we just saw it. And in Jim Schwartz's system, the key to the whole thing working is the defensive line. It's creating the chaos up front. Defensive linemen love playing in the system, and they just get after the quarterback. It's what they do. We saw the heat that the 49ers put on the Steelers on that offensive line last week. We know it's possible for the Browns to generate that same type. I've been talking about it all week. The first play of the game when Zadarius Smith hit Joe Burrow on a three-step drop. Three-step drop, first play of the season, Joe Burrow gets hit. I looked around the press box and said, okay, there's something different about this. And the Browns players on the field looked around and said, okay, there's something different about this. It set the tone for the entire thing. As well as the Browns defensive backs played, and I think they will play in Pittsburgh, the whole key to this thing working is the heat that they can generate on Kenny Pickett up front with the front four. We've talked about this matchup a lot already, so I'm going to go to the other side here. The Browns offensive line against the Steelers defensive line. We've talked plenty about the other way. If the Steelers have any chance of staying in this game, it's T.J. Watt, and the rest of the guys on that D-line, even though they're down Hayward, one of their Big, best players. Huge. But they have other guys. Alonzo Heisman's a good player. They have some other guys in their front seven that are good. The Browns' tackles are a major concern going into this game. The offensive line, if the Browns' offensive line does a good job protecting, and if Deshaun Watson does a good job of getting himself out of trouble when their tackles struggle, when his tackles struggle, that because to me, that's the only way the Steelers stay in this game is if they make Deshaun Watson uncomfortable or they are able to, you know, shut down Nick Chubb, which they have at times from Pittsburgh. If that happens, then the Browns have a, ch- you know, then the Steelers have a chance. If it doesn't, they got no shot. All right, coming up yesterday, Deshaun Watson turns 28. We give him presents when the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on Channel 3 comes right back. Every Friday throughout the football season, 1230 to 1. Happy birthday, Deshaun Watson. You're getting so big. 28 <laughs> years old. We're giving him birthday presents. Bull, what you got? So, I'm, I have a time machine. You guys didn't know this, but I secretly have a time <laughs> machine in my garage. 
So wow. what, I'm, what I'm doing for Deshaun is I'm going to go in my time machine, go back a decade to 2013. I'm going to go to Berea. I'm going to go to the field. I'm going to grab, because I'm much stronger than these guys. I'm going to grab Joe Thomas in my left arm. <laughs> I'm going to grab Mitchell Schwartz in my right arm. And I am pulling them with me into the time machine. And we are coming back to 2023. And it will be 2013. Joe Thomas, Mitchell Schwartz playing tackle for the Browns, they would have the greatest offensive line ever. Can the three of you fit in a DeLorean? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make it. We'll make it. <laughs> and it's can not you get a DeLorean. Up to I don't have a DeLorean. I can't reveal. It's a different oh, type of vehicle. Different technology. I can't reveal it. I, I give too much away. All but right. I'm taking those guys. Great protection on the tackle. Gee, on the what do you got? That, that's pretty good. What I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, mail Deshaun Watson a VHS tape of all of the great plays that he's made throughout his career, all of them in Clemson, all of them with the Houston Texans. And the reason I'm doing that is to remind you that you're that guy. Don't worry about it. You got it, bro. We know what you do. You are that dude. You are him, as we say in the hood. Make sure you can get back to that by sometimes reminding yourself, look, I'm good. I'm nice. I could get back there. I like that idea. I like the reminder. What you yeah. got, Jason? Mine's very simple. I'm giving a gift to Deshaun and all of Greater Cleveland with a dome stadium. The whole reason Deshaun didn't want to come here in the first place was because of the weather. It scared him off. He originally told Cleveland no, and 230 million convinced him that cold weather ain't so bad after all. But at Dome Stadium, he played in one in Houston. He's used to warm weather. All of Cleveland can enjoy it. Nothing like watching football when it's 71 degrees and sunny. Man, that Great is call. so true. Yeah. Mine's very simple. I'm giving him a set of earplugs. He's going to need them in Pittsburgh. They're ready for him. I mean, it's gonna, it's always going to be different wherever he goes yep. from now on but it's extra when he goes to Pittsburgh. All right, happy birthday, Deshaun. Now go out and play ball on Monday night. We're taking a break. When we come back, we're playing a great game. It's very, very simple the way this works. We have two options. We ask, what's more likely? Stay with us. We're going to be here every Friday throughout the football season, 1230 to 1. We're talking about the matchup to come every week. And obviously this week, it won't happen until Monday. It's the Browns. It's the Steelers. It's the biggest rivalry. It is what it is. We're going to play a little game here. McNuggets is going to give us a a couple of stats. We're going to pick what's more likely. What's the first one? Very simple. I give you two options. You guys have sent me your answers. We're going to discuss what's more likely to happen on Monday Night Football right. against the Steelers. The first question, what is more likely to happen on Monday night? Deshaun Watson throws for more than 325 yards or fewer than 175. We had a split-split answer. G and Bull said over 325. J and Jason said under 175. G, you want to start off and tell us why? You went with the over. It's, it's obvious, man. You're sponsored by Black Cherry Kool-Aid. I'm all in <laughs> on Deshaun Watson. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. You should too. 325 is going to be easy money. I told you in the earlier segment that Deshaun Watson breaks out. There should be no rain. If it is, we'll be okay. We've adjusted. He's going to throw the football. He got his receivers hanging out after practice. Extra film work. Deshaun Watson has the whole city and the country watching. He's going to step up to the occasion. Deshaun's time in Cleveland would make you believe that the 175 is more likely. Mm -hmm. I think both are unlikely in this game, but for this game against this team, I if I had to choose, I'd go with the more that you know has the breakout game and busts over the because of Pittsburgh's defense. Yes, well, just Pittsburgh in general. I like. I I think 
it's about his time to come through, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, for the record, I'm with you. I don't yeah. think either one of these is going to happen. I he's, don't either. He's going to be over 175, but I don't think he's going to get to 325. So I took the under. We haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen Deshaun 325 right. in a Browns jersey. So until it happens, I'll just keep taking the under. Yeah, it's funny because I came at this the same exact way. I think Deshaun Watson's going to have his breakout game. I think when it's all said and done, we'll look at his numbers and the result and say, that's more like the guy we thought we were getting. However, to make the leap to 325, when we have a running back in the backfield in Nick Chubb that's going to get 100, that's a big, big ask. Yeah. I mean, 325 for anybody is a big number. Yeah. And like you, more often than not, he's been around the 175 number. So I think it's going to be somewhere in between. But if I had to choose, and I do, I'm going to say it's more likely than not, he's below 175. Next up, Zadarius Smith. We just talked about the Steelers' offensive line being porous, allowing five sacks last week to the 49ers. So what's more likely to happen on Monday Night Football? One and a half or more sacks for Zadarius Smith or a goose egg? Bull, you're the only one with a goose egg. Wow. So you could start first. I just think that getting two sacks, and that's essentially how I was looking at it, Yeah, doesn't happen that often. Guys don't get two sacks in a game all that often. Otherwise, we'd have guys getting all these sacks – Usually the sack leader has 16, 17, 18. It's hard to get two sacks in a game. I certainly think it's possible, but if they play this game 100 times, I think it's more in more of those games he gets zero than he gets two. Okay. I'll tell you what. I, I, I look at it like this. Zadarius Smith is a guy who had 10 sacks uh, in Minnesota. He's a bona fide pass rusher. He has multiple moves he can use, and J Jason said it earlier. Watch how he gets after Joe Burrow off the edge, the first play of the game. He's going to get a, be the beneficiary of a great Browns defense alignment, whether it's Aronco, whether it's Dalvin Thomason, whether it's Miles Garrett forcing quarterbacks to him. He's going to get overflow love, and I think he's going to have over a, a sack and a half just be, just by that and the line that the Pittsburgh Steelers are trying now. It's the strength of the unit that he's playing with. This I, I don't think he's ever played with anybody like Miles Garrett in his career. So is it? Again, it goes back to probably two is unlikely. I don't think he's coming away with zero, though, against the line. So I took the over on this just because of the strength of the entire unit, and I've been really impressed so far with what I've seen out of him. Yeah, this is tough. McNuggets did a really good job, if that's what your intention was, in putting parameters that right. were, like, extreme. Right. Yeah. Uh, I can't see him getting no sacks. Also, to, to ask him to get to the quarterback twice is a big ask as well, but we had to pick. And because of what you said, not probably, this is the best player he's played with. Yes. Miles Garrett. And Miles is going to get his. He's going to eat. But unlike last year, everybody else is going to eat too. Yep. And so for that reason, I think he gets to the quarterback more than once. Hopefully it will be twice on his own. But I think, yeah, one and a half is more likely than none in this case for Smith. Next one up, this is a total look at the Browns' offense against Pittsburgh. Is it more likely that the Browns' offense will score four or more touchdowns or less than two? This is an even 2-2 split on the panel. The always pessimistic Jason Lloyd actually went with the four plus. So, Jason, <laughs> you can start. You and G He's the anti-Kool-Aid. Bull and Jay went fewer than two. Jason, you're up first. Why am I catching strays? Now, less than two means one. It's not equal to two. It's one. And I think they're going to get more than one touchdown. This was actually the easiest one of all. If you should have, you should have put like equal or lesser to two. Yeah, but now you've got to make the leap that they're going to get more than four. Okay, but I know that. Well, well fine. I know the Steelers defense is good. And that's why ultimately I can see. They're going to score more than one. I don't think it's crazy that the Browns could end up with four field goals and a touchdown and win this game 21 to six, you know, or whatever, 19 to six. I, I, 
I think that's more likely than them scoring 40 points. Although I hope they score 40 points. That, I would like four to touchdowns see that only 28 points. Whatever. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> not important. <laughs> uh, well, listen, 28 points. We, uh, just take into consideration here. They actually scored 24 in the rain. Right. So, I mean, it's a couple extra points. Deshaun Watson will be better week two. You guys have all said, don't make me jerk reactions during week one. Teams make the biggest jump from week one to week two. Watson will be better. Nick Chubb will be ready to go. And I think the defense is going to give them short fields because they're going to get turnovers. I think the reality of this is all of these questions, the answer is going to be in the middle. Right. Yeah, of and course. And I feel very comfortable about that. But this is an extreme segment. We had to pick one or the right. other. To your point, I'll be crushed if they don't score at least two touchdowns. But I just can't get to the point where they're going to score four. Right. Hope I'm wrong. Yeah. So because of that, I had to pick one. I'm going to go with fewer than two here. I'm flip-flopping. I'm switching to these guys. <laughs> hey, I'm flip-flopping. Come on over. News. The first flip-flop of the year. The water's warm. That's breaking news. You never flip-flop. I don't. Here you go. Go I don't. Go. I'm flip-flopping. Four, 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 four <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> Bleep the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> and you never flip-flop on anything, yeah, right? I don't think I've ever seen that. They don't make 4XL flip-flops, though. So. All right, <laughs> let's race to break. Inappropriate, uh, Mike. I, I love our next segment. I really do. You didn't know, but all four of us have a magical crystal ball. We're going to look into that crystal ball, and we are going to write the headline for Monday's game before it's played. That's next when the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show returns on WKYC. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We welcome you back to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We're assuming if you're watching, you're a big Cleveland Browns fan and likely a huge Cleveland sports fan. Our normal show happens two hours every single Monday through Friday from 11 to 1. And yes, we talk heavy Browns, but we also get into the uh, the Guardians in baseball season, the Cavs during basketball season. If you're just now being introduced to us, make us a habit. Put it in the Google bar or the navigation bar, UCSS, enter. Our content's going to come up. It's going to take you to our YouTube page. Subscribe and also like, and you can watch us every day on your own schedule. All right, guys, let's wrap it up with, I love this segment. We've been doing it. We did it all last football season. It's called pre-written headlines. We write the headline before the game. Sometimes we're right. Sometimes we're wrong. Here's my headline. I'm picking a Browns victory in large part because I love what their defense looked like in week one. Different look, different mentality, different attitude with Jim Schwartz. Steel curtain, of course, a play on the old dominant Pittsburgh Steelers. We're stealing one, though. We're going to Pittsburgh and coming back with a win in the regular season for the first time since Tim Couch did it 20 years ago. It's been that long between drinks of water. The Browns come home with the win. 
Listen, I, I agree with you. The defense will be great. And you know, Miles Garrett in October always puts the quarterbacks in this front lawn. He gets excited with that. I say they start that a little earlier. The Cleveland Browns behind the D has the AFC North spooked Browns defense scary good in 34 to 10 win and we do it earlier than October. We get real scary in September. Jake? I think you're going to see a, uh, a common thread here in our headlines because we're all going defense. I think Kenny Pickett's in for a long day uh, against the Browns on Monday night. The Browns are going to form a picket line. Get it? Get it? <laughs> picket line. That's appropriate with the yes, uh, p- potential strike looming with yeah, UAW. Right? Right. I think the defense is going to get him twice. I even put in a score. Normally, I'm a coward, and I don't pick scores because I don't like being wrong. Uh, even though I rarely am. So <laughs> Browns win at 27, 14. Yeah. I think they're going to get two inter- two interceptions of Kenny Pickett. And I just realized I said four, ter- four touchdowns. I only have a 27 points. So I guess they're going to miss a field goal. Yeah. Yes. Something's not lining up. There, I, I'm staying consistent. They're missing an extra they're point. Miss a, they're going to yeah, miss one of those four they're touchdowns. They're going to miss an extra point, cut the kicker. And we're right back where we were next week. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get the last step. By the way, shout out to Anthony who does the graphics and Earl Two key members of Tremendous our team also job. who have not gotten mentioned yet on the show. Yes. For the WKYC audience. Yeah. Anthony, get my headline up there, will you? Let's go. Stop messing around already. There you go. Browns four. That's picket. mine. That's not mine. He read what it as if it was happening. <laughs> it's the I other pick offense. I was like uh, Will Ferrell in uh, that movie. Anchorman. Yes, thank you, that was the I'm Ron Steve. Burgundy. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, uh, directed Steve there. Picked, picked <laughs> off. Picked off. Emerson and Newsom get first interceptions, first of their careers. Again, a lot of creativity here. Neither one of these guys has ever had an interception. That's a bold take. 23-13 is the final. The Browns will take care of business. Love it. And by the way, can you bring up that headline? Can we bring that back up again one more time? Because if you can, if you can't, you can't. For the audience who's never been with us before, Anthony always puts a couple of things up top. Hey, look, we're on TV. Hello, WKYC audience. Well Hello, done, even Anthony. Even the little things like that are pretty cool that you guys do behind the scenes. Well done. All right, well, let's send it to Mikey McNuggets. I got my headline. I had a Kenny Pickett punt at first, but once you guys sent it, I had to change it up. <laughs> so my headline, instead, Pittsburgh streak flames out. Little play on Pittsburgh. They've won every game in Pittsburgh in the regular season since 2003. That ends as the Steelers' offensive line gets torched and the Browns snap their skid in Pittsburgh. There are some scary numbers coming into this. Uh, Mike Tomlin's 19-3 and on Monday Night Football, and that terrifies me. But there's also another number that I think is in the Browns' favor. The Steelers' offense has not had a 400-yard game since the start of the 2021 season. That's full, two full seasons and into this year. Every other team in the NFL has had a 400-yard game at least three times. The Browns are going to prove wow. on Monday that the Steelers stink. They're going 7-10 this year. I'm back on their under 500 prediction. Mark it down right now, please. Shout we out mark to it down last Shout year. Shout out to wrong. producer Steve. He's been holding us down <laughs> yeah, 25 years. We love you. We love you, Cleveland. Director Steve. Every Monday through Friday on YouTube, 11 to 1. We will see you after the Browns win Monday night. We have a post-game show, too. Peace. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.